0: Got a few text messages after that last segment. Uh, one of them was, Lee, you are a bully? Shame, shame. Now, I, I don't know if I would have characterized myself as a bully, but there is one day where I was a bully, and there is a, an embarrassing story from my past that I, I do want to share with you later on in the program today, uh, if we've got the time, or maybe I'll get to it some other day. But uh, it, it's kind of fascinating, and I, I have a reminder of that day that, uh, uh, that I carry with me. Uh, Even to to this day, it's kind of a a funny story. Uh, No one was hurt, uh, and I I hope that no feelings were were too hurt way back then when I was in fourth grade. But anyway, I'll tell you that story later on. Right now, uh, I am very, very pleased to be joined by a a friend of mine, I hope, and a friend of this program, John Herring. Uh, We've come to know each other over the past few months as uh, Mr. Herring found himself, uh, after spending some time on a cruise ship, uh, having tested positive for the coronavirus Uh, He and his wife were in quarantine. He in Japan, uh, she, Melanie, at Travis Air Force Base in California, Uh, and after some time, uh, and some healing. Uh, Mr. Herring uh, tested negative for the coronavirus, and he and his wife are ultimately united, uh, reunited back here in Utah. Well, now uh, he is using his experience and what he went through to maybe do some good uh, for those who may be exposed to this virus in the future. Uh, so first off, uh, let me just say, uh, Mr. Herring, welcome to the program. Thanks so much for calling in. Thank you, ladies. nice to be here. T- t- tell me what you're up to these days.
1: Well my wife and i uh went through when we got home we were, went through a thirty day quarantine and uh so that was up in on june or excuse me on um march um march thirtieth and since then we've been uh, just staying home taking care of our yard and uh every once in a while we'll venture out to uh to a fast food or maybe to the store, but we always wear our masks and And uh, then back to our home, and we're doing like everybody else. We're hunkering down and and trying to stay safe.
0: And you were recently contacted by a a company due to your unique experience having contracted and recovered from the coronavirus. Uh, Tell us about that communication and what you're doing with that now.
1: Yeah, a doctor from uh, Illinois uh, sent me a a note um, by FedEx, and uh, it asked if we'd be willing, my wife and myself, Melanie, would be willing to donate some plasma uh, to further research and also maybe to help someone who has the virus. Um, they consider our antibodies, uh, they call them super antibodies, because we've had the virus, we fought it off, and now we're, um, we're well. So for a little bit of time, our antibodies are stronger and have fought the virus off, and they thought it might be able to help others. So she put us in touch with a company called BioLife, uh, who um, takes plasma. And um, so we went down, uh, Melanie and myself went down, and we donated plasma for the first time in our lives. What was that experience like? You know, they were very professional. Uh, we never felt in any danger. Uh, there was not very much pain. Um, and uh, so we were. The first time we went down, we were there for about three and a half hours, and that was part of the uh, initiation process. Gave plasma, and then just yesterday we went back again and gave plasma again. This time it took about an hour and forty-five minutes to to donate. Um, so very pleasant, very professional, very uh, well maintained facility. Um, we were very surprised. We'd never given plasma ever, and never even thought about it, yeah. but since uh, all this has been going on, we thought if we can help in some way, that would be a good opportunity for us. The,
0: the donation or uh, the giving of plasma, at least in my limited life experience, has been a practice uh, most often undertaken by, by folks looking for a little extra cash. Uh, when I was in college uh, down there at Brigham Young University, I can remember uh, many of my friends would go to the, uh, the plasma center to donate uh, or to, to give their plasma. But you, Uh, are giving because you have a very unique uh, bit of blood coursing through your veins and it's the hope of this company that it may be able to uh, be used for the benefit of others. How does it make you feel knowing that uh, what you went through may uh, be able to help folks on the other side? You know,
1: it really makes me feel good that I'm able to contribute. Um, Once you've been through something like this, you always want to make sure that no one else has to go through the same uh, situation. So, to be able to maybe help others, uh, to help our country get back in uh, in a normal um, situation. Um, I feel really good about being able to help, and we're only able to give twice. Uh, they only needed actually two donations from us, and we've done that now, and hopefully they can take that plasma and study it, do some research and maybe pass it on to somebody else that uh, might be able to help. So that that makes my wife and I feel very good.
0: Outstanding. Uh, just uh, another minute or so left in the time available for us to chat. Let me ask you, sir, you have had an extraordinarily unique experience. Uh, you have contracted this virus. You have uh, felt the impact of it on your body, and you have defeated it. Uh, we now, as a nation and a globe, are working on defeating it uh, in a much larger uh, sense and pardon me if this question catches you off guard, what advice would you give to all of us who are banding together to, to combat this virus? You
1: no, know, I've, I've said from the very beginning, um, uh, when, you, when you get the virus, you think it's, it's the worst thing you could possibly have in your life. But, but eventually, you know, you get over it. At least I did. And, um, and I'm able to, to live a normal life. Um, I'm able to do everything that I, I did before and um um i'm not saying that i'm happy to have the virus but um if i can share that experience and and relieve the tension and pressure on other people by sharing my experience and that's important to me but um as far as life-threatening situation um that's a scary situation to be in um but um if i had to if i had to let people know if you're healthy you don't have any underlying um, complications with your lungs and so forth. Uh, you're going to be just fine, and you're going to be sick for a little bit, but eventually you're going to be uh, fine, and you're going to recover from your from your illness. So, if I can share that experience, and maybe everybody can calm down a little bit and and uh, understand that it's uh, it's just for a short period of time.
0: That's the spirit. John Herring, thank you for joining us. Thanks for sharing uh, not only your experience but uh, uh, your blood. Thank you for helping others. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, it's expected that Governor Gary Herbert, uh, along with Dr. Angela Dunn, state epidemiologist, and a senior vice president uh, from Intermountain Healthcare, will be addressing us via a press conference. We will carry that here live in its entirety. See any new bits of information that are available uh, from the folks who are leading the fight here in this state against the coronavirus. I'm going to, uh, later on in the program, uh, extend the challenge again for one of you to uh, donate blood. Uh, I'd like uh, for the program each day to be responsible for the donation of at least one unit of blood. And since last week, we have done a great job. You have been incredibly generous uh, with your time uh, and your body. So thank you for that. And we'll talk about it later on in the program. Right now, a quick break. When we come back, uh, we will be hearing from Governor Gary Herbert, Dr. Angela Dunn, and a representative from Intermountain Healthcare. That's next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.